0: Hello and welcome to the T.O.V.G. Zelda (laughs) poll.
1: Zelda. Hey, hey
0: Jimmy, what have you been doing all week? Zelda. (laughs) I've been doing Zelda all week too, what a coincidence! Matt, what have you been doing all week? Um, Zelda? Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) This is a game that is probably the most time-consuming game I've ever played. But then again, I don't do MMOs. How, that's true right not not and, nearly and as time consuming as an is.
1: MMO. not nearly as time consuming are you serious because yeah. this is getting ridiculous you guys Okay, right first of all uh I interrupted you so it's my fault but welcome to the TOVG podcast podcast about video games
0: the TOVG Zelda
1: hole is is what mostly it's gonna be about for Zelda the next two time. weeks Zelda Actually, is just mostly okay about Zelda though, next right time, guys
2: so. like Zelda is just okay
1: Matt is now officially kicked off the podcast. <laughs> oh
2: my god, I'm gonna hate this so much.
1: Um, no, no, okay. I'm. I'm uh, my name's Sunder. Jimmy Sunder. Uh, we got George, your host, George Super Bunny Hop, and Matt Visual here. Yeah, yes. we're gonna talk about Zelda for a little bit. Okay, but you don't want to get I into tweet- specifics. No spoilers. We're not so, gonna spoil so, the story. No spoilers. We're not gonna spoil spoilers. major mechanics. No major that mechanics. Are like, Wait, fun
0: fact. That I don't know if this counts as a spoiler or not. The game gives you most of them fairly early on. Really early I, on. I effect. consider
1: that that first bit, that first like hour or so that you play, I think that's free reign okay. to talk about yeah. because it's real okay. early. It doesn't have anything super surprising, it, uh aside from the thing that you mentioned, which is that give you a lot of these it, mechanics it does to figure out
0: just how far they're from the formula. Yes. Like how when you yes. find a sword in a shield, it's not the sword or, or the shield. It's just like throwaway trash garbage that's going to be replaced
2: real soon. What he for people who haven't played Zelda or have played Zelda, what he means by he gives you all the mechanics is that you don't have to worry about when you go into these shrines or dungeons or whatever that you don't have what you need. You know, basically, you have to just use your brain. Mm -hmm. You have everything you need. You don't have to worry about going back outside and come back in. You go in there, you complete the task at hand. If you can sit there for hours, you know, like it's only you. That's the problem. That's because they've
0: uh, built this one to be played out of order. Yeah. Which is a radical departure. Even from like the early NES SNES games, they were still gated. This one is very, extremely lightly gated. You walk out of the tutorial yeah. area and, uh, she, again, I don't know, like, okay, okay, let's say past the second hour mark. Is that is that how far we can talk?
1: Um, well, what I was going to say is we can more talk vaguely about uh, what this game is to other Zeldas, what it does to stray from the formula, but I don't want to be like... When you get to this area and you talk with this person, because, like, mm. I think that's one of the strongest points of this game, the thing I've enjoyed so much is, like, I gotta go to that fucking mountain. And I do. And there's people there. And yeah. I talk to them. And interesting stuff happens from there. See those that, mountains? That Todd Howard emergent gameplay. You can, you can go there. but Yeah, but you actually can. In fact, no, that's the strongest point that I think of for this game. You know how you're in Skyrim? And you look around and it's like, mm. there's there's a big mountain that way. And there's the ice that way. <laughs> yeah. And whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, the... the It doesn't occur to you how mediocre their use of space is until you play a game with a map laid out so interesting like Zelda yeah, Breath of the Wild, if you didn't know yeah. which Zelda we're talking about. But, like... <laughs> There have been so many times when I'm standing somewhere and I look and I'm like, oh, my God, there's a thing right there. Yeah. And I pop up my little thing and I mark it and then I check where it is on the map and it's like 17 miles away. And I'm like, holy shit, that looks so much closer. And then I look what's in between me and the thing and I'm like, wow, they they aligned all this like landscape so that I can perfectly see that very to give me a carrot cow. on a stick to go it's, get it. It's a
0: very craggy, uh, mountainous overworld, and that means that that lines of sights to optional content are are very well utilized.
1: Yeah, and I it they feel deliberate too. I, not often have I gotten to a thing and looked around and like accidentally found something that I probably wasn't supposed to see. In fact, most of the stuff that I've found has been, like, you got to, you know, this shrine, and then, like, the shrine had a big rock next to it, and if you walk in front of the rock, you're like, oh my god, there's, like, a whole bunch of stuff right here, but I couldn't see when I was traveling to the shrine, but now I see it, and, like, it's honestly, like, you know, fucking crucify me for saying this. It reminds me of how The Witness uses its face (laughs) for the uh, the similar thing, for line Mm -hmm. of sight and carrot on a stick, and just sort of, like... Having stuff in the distance that looks interesting that is like deliberately placed so you're going to see it
2: yeah there there's also a bit of oh now that i know you can use this mechanic to do this now i'm looking for it and that pond that you pass by a couple of times now you look in the pond you could do something with that <laughs> pond you know it's just yeah, like yeah. oh and there's probably something there yeah, like you can you can gallop
0: past like like beautiful green fields that just look like an expanse. But once you get off the horse and start looking around, there's stuff to do in in a lot of these places. The density of optional content and optional content that gets a little creative with the mechanics is mm. is really impressive.
1: Uh, real quick, just to clarify, George and I are both playing Zelda on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. and matt you're playing on the switch correct
2: yes I am okay
1: um I want to ask you then yeah how good has your frame rate been how good or bad
2: so it's been pretty consistent um I've gotten to some of the bigger areas where there's a lot more going on and sometimes it has frozen mm-hmm. um not for a long period of time but like for a good two seconds and then it'll reactivate and then you know right. nothing's lost or anything like that it just continues right. the frame but it's like
1: a severe frame dip for a second
2: yeah um it would is happened like three times in the hours i have played um you know right before bed not getting any mm-hmm. sleep at night um so yeah. other than that there have been a couple frame dips but the frame dip uh dips don't they don't it's not like it doesn't bother you it's it's not not like yeah okay
1: so george i guess will be able to confirm with me on our experience on the wii u the game runs really well a lot of the time Mm. but the i mean it's not a spoiler to say that there are towns with people in them for um, some
0: reason the game really can't handle towns. It it really, really? dips in
1: towns. It it goes into the, I'd say sub 30s, right? Well, the
0: game's supposed to be locked at a 30 cap, which is what you get on the Switch in portable. When you oh, dock really? I thought, the Switch. okay, it's not 60, okay. It it ups to 900p, which I think is a resolution that the Switch can't handle. The Wii U can barely handle this game, and I think that's like the one most disappointing aspect of it for me so far is that uh that layer of nintendo polish that you're almost guaranteed to get with a first party nintendo exclusive is there in the map design not so much in the visual design this is like Uh, one of the blurriest most pixelated first party nintendo
2: exclusives mm -hmm. i played on the wii u Mm -hmm. okay so for me i haven't had any trouble in the towns and as far okay. as pixelated playing on the Switch screen, it looks freaking fantastic. Like, but I, I can definitely.
1: Tried...
2: Yeah, go ahead. Okay,
1: sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I'm interrupting
2: you. It, 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 when I I tried putting on a a monitor, um, yeah, about twenty seven inches, um, it it looks okay on the monitor. It definitely looks better on the Switch. I would say, like, held, on like, the, almost the like Switch it screen mixed. itself. Yeah. You know? It's yeah, almost I, like it I was meant to be played that way. Because that's
0: the native I, resolution. You're getting upscaled when you play it on any TV, almost, unless it's yeah. a really old
1: TV that can only do 720p. I mean, that it, to me, I guess that does make sense, because um, I think that I've ha- been having discussions with a few people who have been saying that, like, if you go into buying the Switch as a home console that has portable functionality, you're kind of missing the point, and the main functionality is the portability that you can bring home and set up if you want to, um, which would make it makes sense to me that you saying that that like it plays, runs, and looks better on the Switch's screen because yeah. that that would sort of lend credence to the idea that it is more mainly focused on being that portable also, Switch experience. It's just
0: a smaller image in, in general. I, I mean, the thing is, is that the, the game always looked great to me. When I saw screenshots and trailers of it on YouTube during the hype cycle. But blowing that image up across my whole TV makes me notice a lot of things going on that, that you don't see in marketing materials. When, For starters... And then, and then okay, okay, counter me, disagree with me after, but at least let me say my piece, all right? Okay,
1: I I will disagree with you, but go ahead.
0: The game has extremely <laughs> poor texture filtering. If you're looking at a texture at a harsh angle, which oftentimes happens when, when you're climbing up vertical walk, rock walls, they get extremely blurry, and you also see a very clearly well-defined line in front of you of the textures getting even blurrier past that line. The game also has a very, very strange filtering effect going on with its shader effects, and a texture that's supposed to be animated gets pixelated instead of blurry at a harsh angle. There's a lot of aliasing going on. The game has either no AA being applied or a very, very poor FXAA effect that makes the overall image on my 1080p screen look incredibly blurry and fuzzy, like like I'm playing an N64 version. Uh, An N64 game that makes the screen look like it's covered in Vaseline. Um, And... Also, the lighting does a lot of weird things with, with only half of the scenery objects casting shadows. It looks it looks visually inconsistent and, and muddy a lot of the time. It's a very, very foggy game. There's a lot of popping going on, too, which you don't notice in screenshots. But in motion, you see monsters fizzling out, fizzling in and out of the distance. And with the way the game arranges some of its boss fights, now you can just straight up walk away from them. It, it makes some very, very strange moments happen where where really important monsters just disappear out of thin air when they're not supposed to be. And, and the thing that's like d- disappointing about that to me is that it feels like this game just came out and it already feels like like someone needs to set the graphics to high, like like someone could already make a remastered version of this that is the way it's meant to be played.
1: To be fair, before I before I jump in on my thing, to be fair, we are playing on the unintended console. Like, it, it was called Zelda U for ages, but I think it's been intended to be the Switch game But the reports have shown that the years. same problems
0: exist on the Switch version as well. Oh my god, pixelated shadows. The game has this, like, beautiful day-night cycle, but but kind of, like, wastes it on shadows that turn into pixelated messes at, at morning and <laughs> twilight hours where those shadows get really long and slender. Ooh.
1: To be... Uh, Alright. For what? my counterpoint, I haven't had either haven't had or haven't noticed any of this stuff like all i all i've had with the environment is that it's gorgeous as
0: a pc master race guy who just got finished playing for honor it's it's really a step back from what i'm used to
1: Mm. i mean i'm not going to be an apologist for nintendo their hardware has always been lower power than everything else so it makes sense to me that like if you you know What you're saying is probably definitely completely true. Um, But one thing that I will say is that it may be a poorer looking Wii U game than you've seen. However, Uh, the sheer amount of things going on in this game, like uh, enemies disappear from a long distance. However, enemies are loaded at a long distance like this game is doing what. Probably no 3D Zelda has ever even remotely attempted before, which is having so much shit going in real time all the time. Like the the big open world is like it's it's like moving and living like there are fucking Bokoblids off in the distance that you can use your little Sheikah scope to like look at. And they're fucking far away and they're doing their little dance around the fire or walking around patrolling. And you don't even need to go there. You could be going a different direction and they're loaded in. And there's I've, a lot of set pieces that are like, wow, the whole world is still loaded around me. And for a Nintendo game, while not you know super impressive when you put it up against a lot of other big triple A's, for a Nintendo game, this is kind of unprecedented. I've,
0: I've climbed to a lot of towers and seen a little like, mess of polygon Ubisoft that's supposed towers. to be a bokoblin camp. And and seeing them gradually fizzle in as I glide my way there, it's kind Zell of pulls me out of
1: the Assassin's game a bit. Creed game. Zelda's probably the best Assassin's Creed game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but let let me just say though, like for the people playing on the Switch or want are going to play on the switch like it's a different experience (laughs) it's not what you're saying george like it's i usually but you know again i usually play on the switch because really i love my handheld nintendo products like that's what i got it for i got an upgrade to my 3ds that's what i cared um about um so i don't really use it on the tv unless i want someone else to watch me play um because i'm mostly just going to be using it like when i'm sitting in the bed i have it in my lap and i'm playing um there there has been none of that um everything looks sharp and freaking beautiful so it's one of those things where I maybe I need to play it on the TV just to see if it's you know something's been happening. But yeah, uh, I mean the smaller the screen
0: I, size, the the more of these in in innocuous details get aliased out. Which I don't know, which, man. I'm
1: playing on a 41 inch TV, and again, I I've just been having like aside from frame dips, the visuals have been the thing that I've had zero, absolutely zero complaints about.
0: That's not whoa oh, oh. whoa. Uh, that that's yeah. like that's that's a really weird wake up call to to what my standards must be like. Okay, two years ago I played I spent a good chunk of the year playing The Witcher Three, where where like everything was this stupidly high resolution texture with with distant scenery being incredibly sharp and clean with with beautiful looking weather effects fading in and out, and then I can jump over to Zelda and and like a thirty foot radius around the character is is all that's detailed.
1: And, uh, uh. I uh, I have
2: strong disagrees with that, but I, like obviously, wow! I need both, both anecdotal, anecdotal evidence. evidence. Play this because this is a totally <laughs> different experience than what's but,
0: been but happening with me. Ignorance may be bliss. If I specifically point to the stuff on the screen that looks bad and you can't unsee that, I'd be doing you a disservice
2: i i doubt I think it might though, i'm very critical on some stuff and i it might just because i play on a little tiny switch screen um but so, i haven't noticed much popping other than like the grass fading in every once yeah, in a same. while you know like i i haven't had any of those issues i which is, i had to collect dragonflies
0: for for a quest which was another thing that i think is a little disappointing um Uh, and, and like hunting dragonflies made me notice that there's cosmetic globs of insects that fizzle in and out that have dragonflies in them, but they aren't the dragonflies you collect. And they kind of look the same and there's no way to notice if they're real dragonflies or fake dragonflies unless you scan them with the camera or, or walk up beforehand. And that's just like one thing that really took me out and all of a sudden
1: feels very artificial Again, I've, I've done quite a few bug collecting things, not just requests, but on my own to get like stuff for recipes and crafting. And I, again, just like not not the same experience at all for me. So if wow. you
0: guys had any moments where you're climbing up a straight, sheer vertical rock wall, which you can do, they made a mechanic out of it. And the yeah. whole screen is just filled with this really fuzzy, low resolution texture with with no foliage or detail or bump mapping on it for a long time
2: yeah it is low res the the rock in front of me i can see that but yeah. i don't know it doesn't it doesn't bother me because it's i mean it's 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 a low res game in general like and i don't know i've, I've played so many low res games and they don't look like this <laughs> they look really good this uh, other Look, looks really good uh compared to some of the some of the games i've played i don't know it's just, maybe it's just the art style that i just don't care that it's not super crisp because i know i'm not i'm not playing a pc game um, Yeah, I and if you ever see my setup you know too. i love my graphics um you know i play stuff in 4k it, but like i don't know like i guess i just don't care about like low-res rocks much um
1: well, that yeah, might I be where I'm at it. as well. I think like, maybe it's just from being a long time Nintendo fan. I think I'm, I, I don't think I'm a Nintendo fanboy. I have a lot of bad things to say about a lot of Nintendo games, but like, I think maybe it's just, I am conditioned to have a certain standard for what Nintendo does. Mm. And typically it starts gameplay first, which I've been absolutely loving. Um, and then from there, like, it trickles down to other things that eventually come across down the line. Like, if the gameplay is solid, then all right, this is a pretty good Nintendo game. Things add on after that. I think the art style absolutely makes up for a lot of the low-res stuff. I mean, I don't even notice with a lot of the, like, like how you're saying, like, blurry textures climbing up rock walls and stuff. It does not even occur to me. Again, I'm playing on a 41-inch TV. I haven't even touched the... The play on the gamepad version, which I should try out because I want to see if the frame rate changes at all. But um, I don't know. It's I, I no complaints there. Not honestly. to drag
2: on the topic, sure. um, but like I again, like what they showed here a couple years ago didn't look quite as it's, it's not. I'm pretty sure like and was it wasn't on the Wii U that they were playing on or maybe like they did some tricks or something like that because it looked really, really, really good when they first showed Zelda. And it doesn't look like that now, but for, it still looks, I don't know, um, it still looks pretty decent. It, it didn't really pull a watchdogs, but it seems like that's what you're kind of getting at. Uh, kind of, they kind of pull the watchdogs on you because I, I probably would like to see some uh, comparisons to to see what you're talking about uh, and see if I can replicate the same thing on uh, the switch screen to see if, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's no way that you would have a, a bad Wii U or something like that. That that just seems too out there and <laughs> far away. Well, well, I, I don't,
1: I don't think that George's is, is like having a, a different experience than me. I just think that his eyes trained to find certain things that mine is not. And I'm, kind of fine with that no i do think
0: that is the case and i and i also think that they didn't do that great of a job optimizing it i i think it's it's a game that either nintendo console right now can't fully uh uh utilize to the best effects you can load up super mario 3d world on a wii u and the image will be really crisp and clean everything will have like a real touchable looking bump mapping effect to its texture work it'll it'll stay locked at like a a smooth perfect 60 fps. You can load up Smash 4. You got 1080p 60 fps going on. There's there's really nothing blurry or 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 off-putting about the image you're seeing on the screen. Nothing pops in and out of the distance. The camera angles that they chose, even if there isn't good texture filtering on, the camera angles don't let you know it. And that's that's the difference. That that the way this game is visually arranged makes a lot of, of the uglier ending stuff come in first. And I think that's a little disappointing because for all the 3D Zelda, starting with Ocarina, they put so much effort into camera work to make sure that the player's camera is pointed at at stuff that's pretty in a frame. But since this one is a, supposed to be a much more versatile open world experience, I can come into the ass end of a town first, swooping in from above instead of crossing over the road that crests a hill to point out some cute little huts by the beach. I can come in through like the back of the town at the part where they didn't arrange the, the houses of the building to be facing you. And it feels like there's some direction lost lost there is... Is by how, uh, how open worldizing it, they, they they ended up making it less less well directed of an experience overall.
1: I again, I just tend to disagree with you. I don't think it's I, a perfect I, game. I, I well, I don't. Mm, well, who said that? I don't no. know if it's a yeah. There's a perfect lot game, more, I can of games. First game doesn't exist. Perfect games don't exist. But um, I'm actually making a video on that right now. Um, but I don't know. Oh, you're going to be one of those
2: guys, George, where where they make a video like, oh, I'm the one who hates Zelda and all the nerds are going to come over. I don't don't Oh, yeah. I hate Zelda, too. Oh, yeah. I think uh, a lot of these review scores (laughs) came
0: in during shut. Come on. I think a lot of these review scores came in during the honeymoon period. I've I mean, I'm like 50 hours in. I probably played too much of it in too short of a time, but I'm noticing me doing the same stuff over and over again.
1: I, I I just t- I can't believe how different of an experience that we're having. Okay, so I, I'm like gonna, forty hours in, and I'm not I'm not having any of these problems, man. I'm just fucking loving it.
2: All right, so I'll throw in my hat in the ring. Um, well uh, one one thing one thing uh with the the graphics thing though, I think you are playing the inferior version because like I'm looking at these uh these gameplay screenshots, and the Wii U definitely has jaggies, and the Switch does not, which is a little bit weird. Um. The Switch version's at 900p. Yeah, I mean, geez, the Jaggies are pretty, you know, they're razor sharp, man. I could cut my beard with that. Um, yeah, compared to it's the Switch. really hard um, not to notice them. Yeah, 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 it's, it's, I could see it. I could definitely see it um, blown up on my, on my monitor here, the Wii U versus the Switch. But um, in terms of gameplay, I have been uh, j- just kind of lay down what, how I've played the game is I haven't done every single side quest that has come available. Only the ones uh, that I cared about or I cared to mm-hmm. yeah. go in. Uh, Same. Yeah, well, let's
0: talk about our routines,
2: um, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I think George, you're like you're going after completing everything. I really I'm am. just experiencing it for the first time go because I think I might be playing it again um Uh, after I beat it um because I I really want to understand the game because I really hate playing something um that I do not know all the details to like I didn't know how to cook for a very long time and it pissed me (laughs) off I didn't know how to upgrade my armor or you know like I guess that's kind of a a bit of spoiler but you know you're gonna get stuff right it's you you upgrade your guy but like yeah um you know, I didn't know how to do a lot of these certain things and I followed the main quest in hopes that I will run into something like when you follow the main quest, you kind of run into something that helps you move quicker. Um, Which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone have seen them in trailers. Um, can I, can I just say horse uh, horse? I, horse? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. okay. You, yeah, just or you, could, it, you so. can cut it out if you want. Beep. No, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, that is not a spoiler. I thought you were talking about some item or some power that I haven't no, gotten. No, you to literally yet.
2: run into like someone who can help you with that. And it's just like, okay, all right. And little by little, I kind of find out certain things. And then I go back and kind of like try to complete the area. Cause you, you, what I have done is kind of explored around where I wanted to, or what seems interesting. Um, and sometimes I got stonewalled pretty quickly, like, oh no, you're not, you're not good enough to, <laughs> to be here. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I like, I like too. stonewalled it's just like oh okay I'll, I'll come back to you don't worry don't worry matthew's coming back and then, and then you for later i mark it for later and, I for later, and when <laughs> i come you look back at the screen and squint and say soon and soon i murder everyone everyone i just did that before we started this podcast and that felt freaking good okay yep. and it, it's it's crazy it's crazy like there's little details like um There is always like an NPC kind of like saying something about this thing that you could be doing or outside of this um, area that gives and they give you like a story of what that area is or um, they talk about this 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 enemy that has these certain arrows and stuff like that. And then you'll see like mm-hmm. trails of those arrows along the yeah. path before you get there. Just lots of yeah. little details like that, that make you it's just make it. It's like, okay, I like this. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this. Um, that's been my experience with the game. And so far there was a point there was, there was a point where I was a bit frustrated and I was just like, ah, Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm enjoying this. Uh, Like, I was like, because I got stonewalled everywhere because I didn't know what, what I needed to do to grow my character. Mm -hmm. And then basically um you had to keep exploring (laughs) and find your way some somewhere where you can just grow your character i'm trying to be vague here um yeah um and you know that's just the way it seems like they want you to play um but yeah so far i've been having character you're growing or is it yourself um, it's a little bit of both a bit of let's both. be honest <laughs> yeah. let's I'm be honest really here.
0: eager to see what speedruns of this game look like Like, that, like uh, similar, yeah. some there what, that are systems in that are make them really fun to watch
1: yeah I I imagine there being various categories that are going to be like you know get all of these or um, like make sure you do these specific main story points or whatever a speedrun and so I am interested to see that as they well they give
0: you so much early on and what you get later uh, isn't necessarily overpowering, that I have a feeling that, that getting to that final boss, the the equipment is not necessarily what you've collected so much as it's what you now know. Yeah. Like like I learning mean, the, the cool little bullet time moves has completely yeah. changed the way combat has played later in the game compared to the because, early. And they're
1: because all the enemies move and attack in different patterns yeah, but, and but you figure it come out at eventually you in different
0: ways and, and you'll feel really good when
2: when you learn it. The, yeah. the, it uh. does feel like Dark Souls a bit. Like that comparison is is not like full on like this is a clone, but it's more yeah. like like the different weapon sets, for instance, having different yeah. moves. Like that think, um, in itself is really it, it it makes the combat still fresh. Cause you're constantly yeah. swapping through different weapons. Um, I think
0: for me, the main point of comparison is actually Skyrim more than anything else.
1: Yeah. But uh, I think what Matt's more getting at is the, how specific equipment that you're using in battle uh, drastically it changes, drastically alters like yeah. how quickly you're attacking, how much damage you're doing, how much recovery frames that you have and stuff where previous zeldas it was like you know use your arrows or your hookshot when they're far away and when they get up close grab your sword and shield and do the same yeah. shit every time a, a yeah. lot of Whereas the, this one is like I, yeah i
0: don't know like all the this. bosses aren't just straight puzzle bosses they they have actual move sets that you got to learn and, and yeah learn oh, just,
1: uh, god um i guess that would be a good point to say i have a couple couple gripes on the game mm. um one of them is just I'm not sure if I'm if I'm okay with it or if I don't like it. But something is rubbing me the wrong way about it the whole time, and it's how often things break.
0: Yes, agreed. It's like uh, okay, we can talk
1: sh-
2: about it. Good.
1: <laughs> this, this is not okay. If you,
2: <laughs> I
1: will say right now that was Want to know if you don't want to know anything about this? uh well i'll say skip ahead three minutes starting now okay we have three minutes to talk about this okay There's there's weapons break all the fucking goddamn time and it's fine because they give you so many weapons. Right. So the mechanic seems to be balanced Mm. at the same time. I just want to get attached to a weapon. And the thing is, I'm not far enough in the game to know if there's a guy who's like, let me make your weapon almost unbreakable. Exactly. Uh. And so I'm sure that there is somebody somewhere. I know that there are weapons that can be remade. Yes. But the price of a lot of those things is kind of outlandish and the crafting materials involved are like, why the fuck would, would I need this? And, but, did,
2: and when you haven't <sighs> explored all the areas you don't know if you might need it later. So you kind of hoard them for a little bit because you will spend it or sell it. And then you're like, Oh, I need these items to do something really, really important for my character. You know, uh, I came to
0: that same conclusion after one specific shrine puzzle that required a specific kind of weapon. Otherwise the physics puzzle wouldn't work. And I know exactly what you're talking about. They give you this weapon in a chest next to it and it's not it breaks it i i went to that same place like two different times and both times the weapon that i need would break by the time i had experimented with the physics object i'm supposed to be slapping around to know what to do
1: it's just like i i understand why the mechanic is implemented i understand that it wants you to use everything and like constantly swapping stuff out what i don't get is like a lot of the world has has this, like, suspension of disbelief that really works well for me. Except for the part where they're like, This is the ancient blade of the, uh, the old race who crafted it with sacred technology for it to work perfectly. And then you fight a boka and it's like, beep, 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 And it's broken. It's like, okay, Yeah. That makes sense to me that this blade is, is bad
2: and it, what ends up happening is that you have all these good weapons that you're hoarding for those moments right and then you use them for you know those boss battles or whatever a hard boss and that have high attack power because you need them or you're not gonna be doing much yeah. damage and you break them all and then you have to go find more and if you fight these yeah. you, you can't fight these low peon you know guys um, I rather run away because yeah, yeah, you break <laughs> I think your weapons to. on these low peons. Like, yeah, why? Why didn't they scale them. it? They should have scaled it. That you know, it doesn't wear mm. and tear off of these guys who are like level one. Use uh, yeah. cheap weapons for cheap enemies. Exactly.
1: That's what I've been I, have, I have. I have enemies. so many good ones. I don't have room for cheap weapons, start George. Start at
0: the bottom and work <laughs> your way to the top. That's what i have <laughs>
1: doing. Right.
2: That's what I've been doing.
1: That's our three minutes. That's our three minutes. Okay. Okay. Okay jesus <laughs> so, uh, ah. sorry that we slipped like a kind spoilery thing in but i hope the fair warning was enough for you to skip it or pause it or leave until a later time to come back and listen <laughs> to this if you're listening to this three weeks in the future Hello, like welcome back one
0: gripe about one of the mechanics but this is a weird case where like i feel like w- knowing what i did not know about how different this zelda was compared to the others was a spoiler in and of itself
1: like yeah um, that's it's it's honestly true like <laughs> uh i guess we should probably cut the conversation off here because we'll cause we have really a lot more to talk about with the formula. and we're going to do a, a super spoilery cast next week uh i mean if you guys are up for it i'm, I'm planning on finishing the story by then like it's the main quest
0: a lo- time sink of a game too
1: it's it's not that time sinky you just haven't played true time sinks <laughs> I have yeah. not played,
0: and I don't usually like MMOs because they're time sinks. And,
1: well, like, if you compare, compare an MMO to Zelda, it's, like, laughably more time. Yeah. Zelda, like, the things that you do take, like, 5 to 15 minutes Which in Zelda, I unless you're doing, like, a big you. story thing.
0: Uh, you you see something in the distance that'll probably take 5 to 10 minutes and it'll probably be a little fun. Before you know it, you, you see two more on the way to that one, and before you know it, like... An eight-hour session has gone by, and you haven't really filled the map compared to what I, you I have started done, with.
1: I have done two eight-hour sessions in the past three days. I understand I exactly you. what you fucking mean. It's it's
0: killed my but sleep schedule.
1: It. You want to? All right. You want to hear a funny story of how Zelda <laughs> Zelda like ruined and saved my sleep schedule in the span of three days? Okay. So one night I played till six a.m. It's a bad idea, right? Oof. right. So fucking went to bed woke up (laughs) late whatever um then my wife was like oh we should come to bed early tonight and then like you know not very tired but i was like okay yeah yeah sure i'll I'll try and fall asleep early so i went to bed at midnight slept for three hours because i wasn't very tired and i woke up wired so i'm like okay well i'm up and so i get out of bed and i go play zelda (laughs) for eight hours and then Yummy. start my day, go through work and everything. And because, because the pull of Zelda got me out of bed and I wasn't just laying there in bed waiting for daylight, I got out, I stayed up all day and I got tired at 10 a.m. or ten p.m. because I had woken up so early and I went to sleep and I woke up at 9 in the morning and I was like, my sleep schedule, it's back. <laughs> it was like a sleep schedule boomerang. I threw it away in one go and it just came back. Yeah. Anyway, though, that was 40 minutes of Zelda. <laughs> Same damn thing. I um, yeah, I, I but... went to
0: bed nice and early, woke up at 7 a.m., played Zelda until 8 a.m. the next morning and just... Oh, Jesus Christ. This was after Zelda had had presumably fixed my sleep schedule by causing me to stay up for an all-nighter to reset it, only to have me not put it down for another all-nighter completely naturally. I, like, looked at the clock... And it was midnight, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll play for a few more hours." I looked at the clock again, and it was 6 a.m., and I was like, "Well, might as well <laughs> keep going." <laughs> I've already ruined it again. Oof, yeah. I know it's it's rough.
1: Well, already,
2: the 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 switch is good.
1: Uh, <laughs> we can talk about we can talk about that when you come back from break. It's already been 40 minutes. Okay. So, so
0: yeah, we'll we'll return to Matt talking about his switch and then do news because we don't actually have a lot of news topics. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, fine. Though. They're not they're not Zelda, so.
0: Then that, that, it doesn't matter if it's not Zelda. This is, this is going to be like Zelda month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the bush. The bush. <laughs> Up So Tell us we, all about the switch.
2: We talked for like ten minutes extra about yeah, that. We, we had yeah, we our we just little got, mini spoiler just, cast. We
1: just went to break and had like a yeah a small spoiler cast on our own to talk about stuff we couldn't spoil you guys on.
2: So So the Switch, um, last time we talked, uh, I ran out and went to go grab one um, and went to a few different stores wanting a Switch. They all had a long line. They all Mm -hmm. were pretty much giving out tickets, but um, uh, there was a couple Best Buys. There was a GameStop. There was a Walmart gave tickets or didn't. Didn't have any more left. Blah, blah, blah. Then the GameStop guy told me about a Best Buy that had some switches. Um, mm-hmm. So I ran over there. It was the uh, Best Buy in Perimeter. And mm-hmm. there was only 20 people in line. Dang. Wow. That's only, not a lot, right? That's that's not a lot. Um, yeah. You know, like 20 people. There's not, it's not a lot. Um, so I saw people waiting. So I went in line. And I was asking people, like, you know, like, how many switches do they have? Like, are are you guys pre-ordering? Like, well, what's going on here? And they're like, they won't tell us or whatever. So I I went in there and, you know, sugared up uh, the Best Buy employee. And he (laughs) vaguely told me to stay in line, um, that (laughs) I I will be okay. Um, um, Because I told him how many people are in front of of me. Uh, Because supposedly he wasn't supposed to tell me how many they had so i'm guessing because word will spread or something i don't don't know i don't know what their protocol is but
1: so he was he was
2: loopholing to let you know that you were good yeah i was good because four hours in the cold man it was cold man it was cold me and the wife were switching to uh to to go in a car and wait in line uh so one person will wait in line one person will go in a car in a nice hot air ac and, uh, and a heater and uh cool down a little <laughs> bit come back out you know refreshed and then get killed by this blizzard that was outside um it wasn't a blizzard it, w- it was a bit of a blizzard, a bit, a bit I, of a blizzard. I
0: rode my bike I, all, all i needed was like a light jacket
2: yeah well you know i don't know maybe Um, my
0: standards for for graphics are too high and my standards for acceptable weather are too
2: low (laughs) yes yes um but uh i people are starting to skip i see i've seen some uh you know some 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 old people coming in line that you know had no (laughs) business buying a switch you know he looked like he wanted to go home and watch the jeopardy um <laughs> and not be waiting in line uh he had like <laughs> grandpa with grandma was in there um people were skipping and i was like yo the, these guys need to count these tickets so like they handed out tickets at like eleven thirty, um but i got the last neon colored switch And uh, I was extremely happy about that. Is that the one you wanted or did you want regular? Yes. Yes. Uh, There was a lot of gray ones, but not a lot of neon colored switches. I got the (laughs) last one. Um, So I I went out happy. So as far as a switch, um, it's the first it's the first console that I've been excited for and delivered in a while um okay yeah like i was excited to to get it just because i mean it was the upgrade from the 3ds and zelda um because i've been wanting to play that game since i saw it i was like man this this looks up my alley so i so far like it's not the old crusty i don't know like tablet processor that's in here that goes extremely slow when you press home button, you don't have to load <laughs> up a new software. Like you literally press the home button it goes straight to the home and you is, can uh, go look up your profile and add people. Of course you still have to use friend codes, but is there a loading it's not to bring up
0: the options.
2: No, you just literally no,
0: just like for, for those who don't know, that is a baffling quirk of the wii u is
2: yeah, loading yeah. screens for options in the console ui yeah it's it's fast it's quick it's there's i mean there's a little bit loading for going to the the shop but it's nowhere near nowhere near as bad as it was before
0: so uh well, did you get any other continue. games here
2: uh no i haven't because there's not many others the only one i've been looking forward to that's on the shop now was um um shovel knight mm. have and, you tasted um, the Spectre
1: cartridge? of torment
2: uh, say, say again
0: have you have you tasted a cartridge
2: um no i haven't yet and I, I'm, uh. I'm planning on doing that when i record so, so you still got <laughs> something
0: on the on the to do list then?
2: I I still have something to do on the to do list. So I will talk I, about um, that next
0: week. Filmed mm-hmm. some special footage before starting up my my Wii U for Zelda of me specifically wiping dust off of it, like drawing a little happy face with my fingers in the dust, and of the thirty minutes of preparing software system update. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yes. i recorded <laughs> the whole thing and that's that's going to be some damning footage when i when i make a video about the wii u's eulogy and i think i was also coming terms with how i think one of the reasons why i haven't really been feeling the hype for the switch so much is because i'm still salty as a wii u owner of of buying this thing just a year and a half ago for four hundred dollars and then yeah really really quickly seeing them drop support for it like a like an ugly baby.
2: It's just it, it really is an ugly baby too um i i did try to see to replicate replicate all uh, the ones all the things that i saw in the trailer where you kind of snap it into the the dock and everything and see how quick it comes up on the screen mm. and stuff and it all works it all had any
0: uh any any Anyway, tragic scratches. I was thinking of a nice strong.
2: uh, uh, Oh, no, not yet. I need to do a screen protector on it because I would hate for that to happen. Yep. Um, Because. I mean, it, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to break, but I'm always fearful. I'm, I'm super well, careful with it. I usually I keep it at home because I don't really have enough time on my lunch break to play it as much since I walk home for lunch. But correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but the
0: sliding action of both Joy-Cons and the dock are, are giving a lot of people problems where we're slightly misaligning it. We'll, we'll scratch the screen. Any anything like that?
2: Oh yeah, I've yeah I've heard of that, but I haven't been using the dock much at all. I did it for that one time, playing on that TV for that one time when my mom and little sister was over the weekend. Oh wait, um, but that was pretty much it. Um, and it wasn't. I checked to see how far away, and it was pretty far away from the screen. So or so you've been amount, playing anyway.
0: Zelda portably this whole time. Yeah, th-
2: that's what I said oh, wow. this whole time. I used it oh. as a portable console. Like it It is my three d s upgrade that's the way I wanna play it uh headphones or or yes tiny absolutely absolutely okay. I got headphones for everything uh, I got my open backs right now, listen, I'm a headphone guy, but let's
0: yeah see there was something else that's been bugging a lot of people, I'm wondering if you've had that problem yet mm-hmm. uh so the so the screen oh yeah, the kickstand ha <laughs> ha.
2: Um, yeah, it's a little tried. flimsy it's a, it's oh a little, really
0: you don't say
2: it's a little flimsy and it's not it, it's not in the right place <laughs> people don't know.
0: CNET made a video about the uh, switch uh, kickstand being a little flimsy and the comment section of that were railing on them for what unnecessary clickbait garbage journalism it was <laughs> and then sure enough the switch comes out everyone's telling me the kickstand's a little flimsy and I'm just like, come on, guys. Really, Don't hit
1: it. Don't move it. It's... Just stop hitting your fucking switch. So,
0: so, I mean, in the video, that was also like a lot of the responses. But, but in the video, there were some light taps the guys still gave it that still knocked it out of whack. The thing is, what I immediately noticed right off the bat is that the kickstand does not look like it's placed on the switch's center of gravity.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's which... not. It's like off to the side. Um, Let me grab it
0: and uh hmm? it also yeah. looks like it's, it's a all the way too to the low right. down there to really wet rest all the weight on there. I don't claim to be a kickstand expert uh, but I mean I am like super into bicycling. It's it's one of my big hobbies and and bicycle kickstands don't really work unless they are placed on the center of the bicycle's gravity with the wheel also turned perpendicular to, to the angle it's resting at in order to like make sure there's some good friction holding it down and then like, the switch's
2: kickstand already looks like it's breaking one of those two rules it like so I'm, I'm playing with it right now and you can feel like it feels loose you know and it clicks into place it does hold up the console nicely but it's also like you feel like it can go a little bit more and that's not really a good, good feeling. Like you can pull it out Mm -hmm. a little bit more or it just takes one second to kind of like, you know rested on your lap and it hit the table and it just snaps right off it totally feels that way it doesn't doesn't feel as satisfying as like taking out the joy cons for instance and slapping them back in and hearing that nice snap sound it's nowhere (coughs) near that type of polish um Mm. yeah but i mean it's i never use it i mean i know that's like a cop out but like I don't know. Like I just basically what it, what it is to me is an SD card flap. <laughs> That's what all it is to me. It, I literally won't use it, um, you know, at all because I'm usually just holding it in my hand yeah. or um, because I, I try to use the controller and it, what would you call that? Uh, below your thumb, uh, in your palm, it's it started to hurt on my right hand um because of the way how the analog stick is a little bit down compared to how it fits on your left hand it's a little how mm-hmm. the, the analog stick is a little up um just the way it's positioned it, it 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 makes my my palm hurt but i've gotten kind of used to it on the switch itself so that's how i've been playing mostly uh even though it feels good to kind of pop these out and kind of use it by themselves i i feel like my brain can't handle having t- two separate controllers in my hand to control a game i literally can't like it just like whoa wait, wait a minute everything is weird i guess i i think it's because i i just started playing zelda at the same time is trying to learn a new control scheme and it mm-hmm. i didn't it didn't feel it didn't feel so good i'm Do pretty the, sure other people uh, are loving it but um
0: motion controls work well enough
2: yeah they actually
0: work Ooh, very which well actually i, I folds would say into a, a question i had for jimmy too but when when you're
2: done I, mm-hmm. I, I would say some of the puzzles um where in zelda where you have to use it it gets a little awkward yeah it gets really awkward and still on the switch it gets i mean you can still do it properly but you really have to hold it in a weird way that you almost can't see the screen sometimes um it's a little awkward for sure um i can't lie about that um it it hasn't stopped me from completing a task with, with you know uh, at all, but it could have been a lot easier. There have been two motion control shrine puzzles that have uh,
0: uh, really, really elongated my my flow. Mm. But um, what I also wanted to ask Jimmy was, what control scheme are you using on Wii U?
1: Uh, uh inverted vertical, as always. But inverted uh, Pro it.
0: Pad or Gamepad? Monster.
1: I mean Gamepad, but I'm playing on the TV. I'm not playing on the gamepad screen. So, I, And most controls have not been a problem for me at all.
0: I've played um with the Pro Pad for a while. I think one of the first two big changes I made to my scheme were, were turning Pro HUD on, just good mode. And I was also switching to the Pro Pad, I was like, "Oh, I like this <laughs> button placement a lot better." But then one day on a whim, I switched back to the gamepad and it was like, "Oh, I can aim now." Which like reminds me of another tragic fate of a Wii U feature, which is that motion-assisted aiming. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Just like like pulling your bow out and instantly popping off a headshot because you can make those fine grain adjustments with with your motion controls. That uh, I'm wondering how how the Joy Cons handle
2: that. Which so so
0: Matt, which Joy Con is it?
2: I turned them off. I don't like motion controls when I'm aiming, even though I think it would be better. It's I've gotten so used to leading the shot really nicely, um, because yeah, I can't make those fine tune adjustments because I feel like the analog stick is too sensitive, so I constantly overshoot it. Um, but I've gotten used to just lining the shot up and moving my character to the side and just flicking it at the right moment, kind of like a Counter Strike, you or know, cursor placement. You
0: could you could just uh, ever so slightly. Uh, adjust your risks to account for the high sensitivity of the analog game, filling in the gaps perfectly. You know, paying off your debts, uh, having <laughs> having a beautiful life, l- l- getting Somehow a good job.
1: Look back on Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: once you turn the motion <laughs> controls on, everything else in life just falls into place. It's it's beautiful. That's why I Splatoon don't know. is so good.
2: It, I didn't like it in Splatoon and I still don't oh like gosh. it now. So, I'm one of it's those like, rare dudes that just, I just want my analog sticks.
1: No, that's that's fair. I'm mostly with you, but I can confirm I played a little bit on Switch a couple of weeks ago, like I told you, George, yeah, mm-hmm. and on Wii U, both of them using motion controls to aim. Like, I like that it does, I like that it turns it off real quick if you hit tap the stick. So, it's like, oh, you don't want motion controls now. But then you're like, start moving it and it's like, okay, you do want motion controls. Like I, it's been very responsive and very good for me so far.
0: So which, um, h- how does it work on the switch though?
1: Is it, if
0: if you have two separate hands, which is the hand that adjusts your bow aim?
1: With uh, with the, right the same one, the same one that uses the control stick that adjusts it. So the right so hand. The right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I can kind of sort of picture it. I'm, I'm like fingering what it must feel like right now. And it's I like It's essentially that.
1: same setup as, um, as Wiimote and Nunchuck, Nunchuck is, is left-hand for just moving you and stuff, and yeah. Wiimote is in your right-hand for all the functions that was, kind of deal. That
0: was a very comfortable layout when I was doing Metroid
2: back yeah, in Yeah,
1: aside from the fucking dumb cable connecting them, which is not yeah. on the Switch.
2: It's like the Wii U Wii U was meant to be the Switch, almost. Like, everything about the Wii U is like the Switch. Like yeah, it's it seems weird. like a, s- a
0: similar concept. It's like a semi-portable yeah. party console.
2: Like the way the the tablet, how it's laid out, it's the same thing as the Wii U thing. Uh, The way how... uh, They just have much better marketing and a much better name this time. And a better software. Lord have mercy.
1: Speaking of better marketing... uh, I I think that better marketing really worked out for Nintendo this time around. Can you tell us why, George? Uh, The Nintendo Switch console launch
0: is uh, Nintendo's best console launch ever which may put it in the running for one of the highest consoles ever. I don't know. I guess we'll see how it goes on with history. But the uh, I, I believe, according to figures on Wikipedia, the highest-selling console of all time is the PlayStation 2, right? Which we all know, right? The second one is Nintendo DS, which was insanely popular as well. But if... Uh, the Switch had the highest selling launch in history for Nintendo, Then I'm wondering how that compares to the DS's launch.
1: Uh, just to clarify, reading over this stuff, this is specifically in the Americas.
0: Okay, so... Which
1: might adjust that a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering... I'm wondering what particular frame of window we could be looking at in order for someone out there to maybe make the declaration that this might be the most successful console launch in history. I mean, we at least know it's Nintendo's history in America. Yeah. But I'm wondering what what qualifiers are holding it back from being number one. Because it was a big deal. Like like uh, Matt was yeah, saying, there was. were huge lines everywhere. A line that had only 20 people and it was an anomaly. Right. Um, they, they really, really worked things out with, with picking a good name, having that Jimmy Kimmel appearance, uh, making a a product that seems to have resonated with mainstream audiences. Everyone knows what the switch is and does at first sight, unlike the Mm -hmm. Wii U, which confused people till the bitter end. Right. So, uh, if they can keep the library going and keep this momentum going, this could be an extremely... Successful product for Nintendo.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, can, I'm, I'm happy. I hope that means the third parties will want to jump the fuck onto the Switch more, even more so than we already got.
2: What have you guys heard? Is it? Can you buy a Switch right now? Is it? Is it doing the same? Are doing the same thing as last time? I,
0: I, I haven't I, looked into yeah, it. I, I assume either. you can't. I mean, I haven't had plans to pick one up so. I haven't really been trying to shop around myself. What I do know is that when I was shopping around for the Wii U version of Zelda, my local game spot, stop, whoops, was out of, out of stock, so all I did was called Best Buy, checked them, and they were like, yes, but we have only two, so I mm. bought one of those with the uh, pickup at checkout option from the online store and was able to pick it up. But apparently it might've been their last copy or their second to last copy. So the Wii U version of Zelda was also going like hotcakes as well. And I'd actually be really interested to know how the uh, sales of the Wii U version compared to the Switch version, because then maybe we could get an idea of how many people opted out of the Switch to uh, go for the Wii U version instead, and maybe sort of get a gauge, a bead, on how dependent the Switch was on having Zelda along with it, how, how much Nintendo needed Zelda to be a hit, in order to make a killer app for their console launch. You know, what's kind of interesting is that uh, it's been a while since there was, like, a really rock-solid killer yeah. app launch title for a console. Yep. That's something that the industry forgot a little bit about for the past couple generations.
1: Yeah. Uh, if there was one to do it, then uh, the first big 3D Zelda in a while is definitely the one to go with as far as Nintendo's concerned. Yeah.
0: I mean, the Wii had uh, Twilight Princess... I uh, can't really think of one for 360 or PS3. Uh, uh, for launch titles? Yeah, as far as launch titles go. uh, The
1: 360... You're, you know know You're right. The 360 was a little barren on the launch, PS3, if I remember. Well, the
0: 360 had Perfect Dark, which was not good. Uh, I mean, the PS3, from what I, remember, I remember, it had, like... Anything about the PS3's launch lineup.
1: I remember vaguely, like, Eternal Sonata and Armored mm-hmm. Core 4... And I think there was a Command and Conquer game that came out relatively close yeah, to launch. I don't know if it weird. was on launch.
0: That would have been CNC3. Uh, yeah,
1: that's what it was.
0: Let's see. The Xbox but. one had Halo. The GameCube had Luigi's Mansion, which didn't turn out to be as big a deal, I think, as they thought it would be. The PS2 um, didn't have any killer app launch titles.
1: Did the GameCube not launch with Melee?
0: Oh, I think it did, actually. Hang on. The GameCube
1: launched with Melee. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. That that totally that, would have that been was your killer, killer app.
2: Yeah. And Twilight Princess was considered as big of a hit as uh, Breath of the Wild. Because I'm seeing uh, like... No, not quite. Yeah, because I'm seeing no. like 95% here on like metacritic i know it's metacritic but like or twilight princess yeah i'm like i don't remember it yeah. being like huge like i watched my friend play it but he wasn't he wasn't like oh my god yeah he wasn't hyped about it either i I just remember it being a very mellow playthrough and trying I to figure a out a lot dungeons. of people are lukewarm on it yeah
1: like it's not it's definitely not a standout zelda title
2: Ironically,
0: um, Wii Sports might have been more of Nintendo's ace in the hole that generation than Zelda.
1: Considering what the Wii was meant to be, I can I can see that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me.
0: Oh man, you guys remember Red Steel? Yeah. What a what a watchdogs <laughs> that turned out to be. Oh. <laughs> Got him. Uh um, yeah, PS4. Not really thinking of, of any killer app launch titles i can't i, I mean i remember killzone shadowfall and knack oh knack and, was and great i can't man. think of anything on the xbone worth remembering um, yeah, i don't know the big uh super duper high quality record-breaking review launch title <sighs> is something that's like a, a real lost art and an artifact of I don't know, like, the fifth generation of
2: consoles. It, uh, yeah, In Mario 64, man. And that, that's why I'm so happy about the Switch. <laughs> like, it's, like, the first one to actually be good in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I have the Xbox, and I had a PS4. Um, and I don't know. I don't necessarily play them much. I, well, the X-Bone, I mean, like, Halo, Halo Wars 2 came out, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, eh, I don't feel like picking up the the console for that. Um, I mean, you can and you can get that on the Windows Ten Store if you really yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only, I I do like at least the PS Four has some like stuff. Like you got the Last Guardian. You know, people might hate it, whatever, but you still have it. Final Fantasy. You know, you got well. Final Fantasy is uh, between both. Uh, I guess there's not many exclusives. Never mind. (laughs) There's a couple in there. I'm pretty sure. We can't say Bloodborne. It's too old now. (laughs) Can't say Bloodborne now. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: Horizon. Yeah. Yes. There
2: it is. That's what I was thinking of.
1: Yeah. If you're thinking of something, something current, Horizon. Yeah. Like literally, my struggle for a little while, like last month, was do I try and pick up a cheap PS4 to play Horizon or try and get a switch on launch to play Zelda. And I ended up doing neither because I'm broke and I just got Zelda on Wii U instead.
2: Yeah, yeah. Horizon, uh, I gotta wait for that. Cause I mean oof. I I would so, have to spend like what, what, like five five hundred dollars? That's that's too much. That this, too much. This is like kind of
0: a weird aside. As it turns out Super Smash Bros. Melee came out about two weeks after the GameCube launch.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
0: Uh,
1: well, I just remember because I I got them at the same time. I got them on Christmas, and I got Melee, and I think Double Dash? Or was that not out then?
0: I think Double Dash was about a year in.
1: Alright, well, I got Melee and something else and then the GameCube. Anyway, anyway, though, the Switch is selling good, it, is the bottom line. of a yeah.
0: killer app.
1: Yeah. So let's hope that fucking people who are third parties see that and they're like, hey, there's a lot of people who own this console. Let's start build, yeah. building games they're for making
0: it. making a duck game for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That that Nintendo Indies list, that Indies list is looking yeah. oh. tight.
2: <sighs> Stardew Valley, now, here I come.
1: Oh, we can get all those great couch co-op games that everyone's like why don't you just make this online but put them on the switch where people are actually going to be able to couch co-op them Because you don't have to get someone into your apartment you can go meet at fucking like buffalo wild wings and play duck and, and play it want.
0: on the dinner table <laughs> around uh the the utensils that might knock it over because the kickstand's a little flimsy Uh, i uh, i i
2: I hope like i know duck game is gonna have like the two joy joy con support but i wonder like things like stardew valley is gonna have uh uh you can take up a second controller to do multiplayer uh Mm. what the other joy con is what i'm saying and not have to have a whole other console i wonder i feel
1: like you you'll get that for simple games like tower fall and stuff
2: yeah I don't know. I it, it it would be cool. I guess it would be nice to separate the screen and stuff. You would be attached to the same screen, but yeah, it
0: would, it would so, be nice. So, uh, did you guys know that Ghost Recon Wildlands came out last week?
2: Uh, it's like vaguely, someone told me, and that's the mm. only reason why I knew. Yeah, I, I, was I got an email in my inbox.
1: Ago. I got an email in my inbox that started with the sentence "Ready to fight for Bolivia," and I was like, yeah.
0: So that is a a relatively not noteworthy release it's getting mediocre to okay scores but what's more interesting is that um bolivia the country has made a formal complaint at the embassy over over this game's depiction of the country of bolivia yeah they there, there was a diplomat who filed a complaint at the french embassy in in the capital city of la paz and uh it was at the behest of the actual Bolivian Interior Minister. He says, quote, "We have the standing to take legal action against it, but at first we prefer to go the route of diplomatic negotiation." Which makes me exactly wonder, like, what kind of legal action he's talking about? They're not—they can't really like I don't know. defamation. Sue the government of France for a French company making a game that depicts their country in a negative light. So, so oh, yeah. the game, like, like has has you picking off leaders of a drug cartel that have overthrown the government of Bolivia and turned it into a narco state, right? Okay. And the, uh, the the cartel themselves are supposed to be Mexican, and I have a feeling like what's going on here, the theme is like cathartic justice, you know? there There's these horrible problems going on in, in South and Central America regarding drug trafficking. Apparently, people in real life can't take care of it, so let's have people in fiction do it. Right. Um... And in in response to this complaint over their game depicting Bolivia as a a cartel-run narco state, um, Ubisoft uh, says, while the game's premise imagines a different reality than the one that exists in Bolivia today, we do hope that the in-game world comes close to representing the country's beautiful topography. Mm Mm-hmm. So their like response wasn't no. We're sure Bolivia, its people and its society are fine. It's just like no. We're sure its trees
1: are pretty. I th- I thought that was hilarious. <sighs> we just need to. They just need to make sure that all the towers in Bolivia are nice and, and climbable, represented and climbable. Oh, speaking of which, here we go
0: again. There are towers in Zelda. How do, how do you guys feel about those towers? Okay, remember when
1: I said Zelda's... Remember when Matt said Zelda is a good Assassin's Creed game game and I said it's the best Assassin's Creed game? It's because I think that Zelda proves to me that you can do those tired, boring, worn-out mechanics of, like, it's an open world and you go on a tower and you can see the map and make them interesting because you just, like... You mentioned Nintendo Polish. Like, Nintendo Polish to me is not, like, making a game look really good. It's, like when you pop the things onto the fire for cooking and it's like, and all the fucking like food bounces around. Like it doesn't have to, it could just be like a bar that says like cooking. Wait, please wait for the cooking, but it doesn't. (laughs) As the cooking. It polishes it up with an, yeah. my God. It polishes it up with an unnecessary animation. I think, the towers kind of do that with like unnecessary stuff that's around them to make them interesting and you want to like see the area.
0: Absolutely fantastic point that I'm going to bring up in next episode. I'll just jot it down right now. But anyways, um <laughs> anyway. so so the towers in Breath of the Wild, there're only like 10 of them. And and that uh kind of kind of lets them make sure that they're they're really robust challenges. They take a lot longer to climb up than the Ubisoft towers. They're more challenging to climb up than the Ubisoft towers, and you only got to do it and, like 10 times.
1: And they don't they it's don't they're like an art they don't put an arbitrary puzzle that it's like, but now you have to go around the left side of the tower because there's not a handhold there. It's like, if there's a puzzle to be solved or any sort of challenge around the tower, it's like, I don't know, there's some fucking guys who made a camp around the base of the tower, fight them or avoid them. Or, I don't know, there's like, whatever environmental thing that has worn away at the base of the tower for there forever. There was like, one I stuff found like that.
0: that was covered in um, poisonous mm-hmm. goop. Goop. Yeah, And I uh, found some eyeballs at the bottom. When I shot them, they took away chunks of goop. But I could not find for the life of me the very last eyeball. So what I did was I chugged enough health and stamina potions to power through the poisonous goop. That was neat. (laughs) It felt like a player uh, creatively motivated solution solution that was not necessarily what they intended to do but was still perfectly valid
2: yeah it would have been insane if you just got tossed and stunned as soon as you touched the goop like that would have been pissed they they, they want to give you a chance which is funny
0: because there's so many monsters in the game that will straight one hit kill you but as you keep playing and learn the tricks you'll you'll find out that you really do have a
1: chance anyways and and now we know just how interested everybody on this podcast is in ghost recon bolivia
2: yeah
0: Woo. man that's... that was a weird
1: laugh
2: <laughs> i, I I'm, I'm so glad that zelda is like the best thing ever and like games like fps is like the <laughs> ghost recon is getting like the short end of the stick or whatever like everyone's like nah it's... zelda zelda that, that's that's what i'm spending my
0: money uh, on near Automata's uh launching real soon too I got a code, haven't had a chance to play it, but I also haven't read a lot about it because Wait. everything seems to be going cheerily. It's Wait, didn't you play it? I played the demo.
2: Wait, what up. What was your review you on? Played yeah. You played the original Nier. You yeah, Honor played the original Nier. But I saw gameplay for the... Wait a minute, how many Niers are there? Are there Two. three? Two. Two.
0: No. Oh! I I don't know what you're ta- I had gameplay of the demo that I did play in my video but uh i haven't played uh, the final game yet that's I, why i, I was like oh i don't want to spoil it japan i i don't i don't want to spoil it so i haven't been I, reading a lot about it but it's getting good reviews from the japanese publications uh english speakers who have played it are mostly saying positive things probably a little weirded out by the japanese things but still
2: still still seems uh, like everything's going because yeah, you going mentioned to platinum So I thought that, like, I, so I didn't watch the whole video because I thought you were, you played the the game already and it came out already. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to hold off from watching this. So I didn't know that it didn't didn't come out yet. So because I was, I was kind of disappointed that it kind of was okay. No, no, near Automata. uh, is something I'm really, really looking forward to. I
0: was really Whoa. looking forward to playing Auto Nier, Tomato. Or is that another one? Auto Tomato. Yeah, yeah. Auto, Auto Falacia, Whatever you want to call it. It's, it's okay. near Automata. That's the one you did play That
2: was a demo. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm all really caught good up demo. now. Then that's back on my list to play then. Okay. And you don't actually need to know a lot from the first game,
0: to be uh, honest. I mean, maybe there's some cool little references that you might miss, but... From from what I can gather, it takes place at a different enough point in the timeline. It it would be like playing Knights of the Old Republic without playing any of the Star Wars games. Mm. I mean, it's it's like thousands of years away in the timeline, but uh,
2: it's it's still full of references, but not anything uh, vital. Uh, Star Wars, oh, man, I would pay anything for another game of one of those. Oof. Mm.
1: Don't make such wild claims.
2: I would, I would,
1: we all, we all know that, that George Lucas listens to the podcast.
2: I, so, I uh, would pay anything. <laughs> oh, okay. We, Speaking uh, of listening to
1: the podcast though, we we should stop it's time having to stop people doing listening that.
0: to the podcast and uh, go play <laughs> Zelda. Oh yeah, Zelda. I've, I've been sitting in a chair for like six, five, six days straight playing Zelda I have an exercise routine to make up for my lack of physical activity. I'm going to go do that and then play Zelda.
1: I have been bonding with my cat a lot more because she doesn't sit on my lap when I'm sitting on like my desk chair. But when I go lay down on, my, on our like like separate piece of the couch that's like kind of, you kind of lay down, you kind of sit on it, mm-hmm. and I'm playing Zelda, she decides that that's the perfect time to lock my arms into place and sprawl out on top hey, of me. Thanks, Nintendo. So, yeah. Thanks Nintendo for helping me build my relationship with my cat. Um, Thanks I'm Zelda.
2: I'm gonna go f- finish a video for next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta do that too. Also, play Zelda. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, see what you do is that you you play Zelda when you're supposed to be sleeping. That's the way I do it, and it seems to be working out just fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're supposed to Because hey, you gotta. Anyway, work.
1: if you wanna, yeah, if you wanna find my stuff, listeners, you can go to YouTube.com/sundergamer or on Twitter at SunderCR. Uh, I'm actually making a video about about people reviewing Breath of the Wild and ten out of tens. Oh no! So yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see you that. You
0: know, uh, one of the warmest most lukewarm voices of criticism towards the game so far is jeff gertzman at giant bomb who mm-hmm. did give ocarina a time a 10 out of 10 at ign back when he worked there hmm. in fact actually i'm gonna fact check that right now ocarina review while um, he does
1: that um matt where can we find your stuff oh
0: um, never mind i just
2: lied
1: okay cool george is a liar
0: yeah i'm a liar
2: and he doesn't like fun so he's a liar he doesn't like fun
0: Let's see. Maybe it was
2: GameSpot. <laughs> Matt, working Matt with where I can
1: we you. find your stuff? at?
2: <laughs> YouTube.com slash Matt Visual.
0: It was hey. GameSpot. Jeff Gertzman gave Ocarina a 10 out of 10 working at GameSpot, which makes sense because I guess he's getting tired of Zelda as he grows older.
2: Well, uh, Videos uh, will uh, start uh. up soon.
0: <laughs> well, you said you're working on one right now, right?
2: yep 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 uh-huh
1: george where can we find you uh
0: youtube.com slash bunnyhop show sorry i didn't put out a week this vid zelda
1: Ah. (laughs) zelda zelda (laughs) zelda gotta
0: go chip away at the zelda mines again
1: yeah i'll uh we'll, we'll catch you guys next week um fair warning We're all going to attempt to beat the main story this week and we're going to be doing a big spoilery cast next week with a guest on, just talking about all the real nitty-gritty, going into detail. Don't show up if you don't want to hear Zelda. That's your fair warning right now. If you don't listen to this far in the podcast, then that's not my problem. It's
0: intimidating because I've done nothing but play this game for five days straight and I've only really really explored like the northeastern quarter of the map yeah
1: alright maybe we'll do a mostly spoil the story cast with some mechanics that we can agree we've, we've all seen
0: I'm wondering how far I can get by then because this this is like with the way I've been playing it like really really soaking in the optionals this is one of the slowest going games, and I'm yeah. still I'm, I'm having fun with it don't get me wrong but good Are though, is there a lot to go through I didn't know yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't know, dude. I
0: don't know, but it's, it's okay. Mm.
1: Mm. Well, I, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, yeah the I, Bush I was fun. Tribes, mm. all that good stuff. The, the tribes—it's—it's it's nice
2: and it's a funny little song.